Everybody, this is Todd McFarland here. I got the DC Multiverse, and you're listening to DC Collector Cast. Welcome to the DC Collector Cast, talking action figures and collectibles from the DC Universe. And welcome back to the Dome, DC Fandome 2021. I am your co-host, Benjamin David, recorded October 17, 2021. Today, it's all about TV and movies from the Dome. And do not miss our Fandome bonus episode from yesterday, covering the Flash teaser and the Batman trailer. So for today's regularly scheduled Wednesday pod, your co-host LT and I are hitting the rest of the TV and movie news from the Dome. Of course, we haven't forgotten about collectibles, with the brand new line of The Batman figures now up for pre-order, so we'll be covering all the post-Fandom toy news and The Batman figures on next week's pod, so stay tuned for that. We are brought to you by our YouTube channel, be sure to subscribe there, that's youtube.com slash above and Batman beyond. Check out our other shows on the channel, we have the DC Animated Movie Show, as well as our flagship show, that's Above and Batman Beyond. Speaking of our other shows and fandom, we have coverage on both those pods right now, with reactions for both DC live action and animation. And plenty more vids and pods coming to the channel as well. I already posted some highlight vid clips from my Batman trailer reaction, in fact, tons of fun making those. Please subscribe to the pod so you don't miss an episode. We are at DC Collect Cast and Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Please write us a five-star review on Apple. It really helps us out. It takes literally just a minute or two, but that few minutes goes a very long way in helping awesome listeners like you find the show. Please tell your friends as well. Share it around. Help us out if you enjoy it. So again, today it's all about TV and movies from the Dome. Joining me for today's coverage is your co-host LT, aka at House of Geekery on Instagram. LT is the vice president of the Comic Collectors Guild, so follow him there as well on Instagram. That's at the Comic Collectors Guild. Follow the pod on Instagram. We are at DC Collecticast, and follow the YouTube channel as well. We are at Batman Beyond Media. Speaking of social media, we now have a Facebook for DC Collecticast. Just like the show, we are at DC Collecticast. All right, collectors and citizens of the DC fandom, let's talk TV and movies from the Dome. All right, guys, enter the Dome of DC movies and TV. We have Aquaman, Shazam, and Black Adam. So we're going to get to that stuff, the big name stuff, last, of course, to tease you guys. But quite honestly, we were talking about this off mic. Um, a lot of the stuff we're going to be talking about on other podcasts here on the channel have already been talked about in both pod and video form. So we're going to kind of go through the list, promote that stuff a little bit. But then there is also live action stuff TV wise that um, you're only going to get here today on DC Collect Gas. We're happy to have a bonus episode to do it. DC TV from the dome, uh, for example. But we're going to start with decams and animation because we're obsessed with that here on the channel. And I know you guys are tired of hearing it now, but we'll uh, get this out of the way first since it'll be the fastest, uh, which is the Catwoman Hunted trailer. Uh, you're going to get a live reaction posted to our channel, the uh, Catwoman Hunted 2022 movie. Uh, they did a thing on fandom about it. Did you happen to watch that, LT? I did. I'm not the, the biggest fan of anime, so I kind of glazed over it. Mm-hmm. It is in the anime style, yeah. I don't blame you. I have been hesitant from the moment I saw both the promo art that they released with the you know in the press release uh, a couple months back, and you know we posted a video to that to the channel. The cast is incredible. 
story is cool enough but uh, yeah anime to me is so yeah no i'm gonna give it a chance most definitely but eh, it's not something it's like you know on my to-do list <laughs> yeah to watch it. yeah i i think honestly what intrigues me most is probably having a catwoman led movie yeah, that true. that idea you know it's like she deserves her move a movie so i'm in for that we also got a behind the scenes of injustice we're gonna have coverage of that coming to the channel but we've already had so much injustice coverage so far i think literally three videos at this point three podcasts uh and we're about to review the movie and we have a vid coming so yeah that's a lot for injustice so um we're going to talk about that, but that was on DC Fandom for sure. Uh, DC League of Super Pets, our live reaction <sighs> is on the channel already, and the podcast is coming, and Benjamin was disappointed, as you can watch and see. But I don't know. Also, can I be that disappointed? I don't exactly know what I expected from a DC League of Super Pets promo from DC Fandom. The movie is also, it's May 20th, I believe, 2022. It's, you know... Cool almost a year away so i'll give it you that think they would have had more than just that little snippet of what they showed us i mean <laughs> Dude, it was so literally... some other of the of the uh, animals talking besides uh crypto and, and ace you know good point or you know anything beside two dogs pushing a title together and then kevin hart pissing pissing on the side of a statue <laughs> That's what we got. A title being created and Kevin Hart pissing. I will say the one thing I I did sum it up twice that way during my uh, live reaction, but it was also like I did kind of not give it credit when I did my rewatch of it, which was that in the beginning, I was super excited and giggled like a kid when crypto hits the S on his collar and then the the cape shoots out. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and it starts flying around. That was dope. That was dope. Um, one good part. But it's like, I wonder why that was a good part, LT. Because maybe it involves super heroics. It involved a flying fucking dog. I don't yeah. know. Maybe the things. Yeah. And like, did Ace the Bathound do anything heroic? And does Kevin Hart seem like the character? Wouldn't Ace the Bathound be like a bit more yeah. like Batman, you'd think? I don't know exactly not a goofy kevin hart kevin hart's the last person i would ever cast for ace the bat hound the dog it's like (sighs) plus it was it me or did i I mean ace didn't look like the true ace the bat hound we all know he looked more bulldogish or did i just see that wrong yeah no he looks small yeah he doesn't look like a great he doesn't look like a or a german shepherd of sorts you know yeah, normally it's like a big shepherd or Dane type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Now he looked like a not a pit bull, but a, a some bull mastiff. I don't know. He, he looks small. <laughs> well, you know why? Because he's got to look like Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, man. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. the last thing we'll say about DC League of Super Pets, because again, we don't want to spend too much time on things that we've already covered elsewhere, but it is this. It's important to bring in the normies into dc animated movies you do that through the other thing we should mention is it's a theatrical decamp it's a theatrical dc animated movie um that's a big deal i wish it wasn't you know the one theatrical animated movie we get is 
out of all the great ones is uh, something that looks like Pixar with DC characters, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> I'm also, you know, point is, if it brings those people into DC animated movies, I am in. I was saying on the reaction that like, I have middle schoolers or I had middle schoolers when I was a teacher five, six years ago, who it's like for them, animated movies, 3D. They look at 2D and it looks old to them. It's like black and white to us to a certain extent. Um, right. If that brings them in, you know, they see that and they're like, all right, cool. Now I'll watch a decam and all of a sudden they start collecting and they ha- they have a 42 movie plus obsession like I have. Cool. You know, and then it gets them into the comics and then it gets them into this and that, but um, whatever. Bat wheels. I'm more excited about that. And that's for <laughs> four-year-olds. Uh, Bam the Batmobile and his little CG baby friends are... Uh, yeah, it's like the whole Bat family, but they are the vehicles of the Batcave, and it's adorable. And Bam himself, the Batmobile is played by Hawk from Cobra Kai. Right. Uh, minus the Mohawk. Minus the Hawk, yeah. <laughs> and hopefully minus the temper. That boy's got a right. temper. <laughs> and the nerd complex. Uh, also for animation, Aquaman, King of Atlantis. Now I got to say, favorite part of dc fandom this year i mean really if i had to pick the best oh god i can't even what 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 the fuck was this (laughs) dude what drug was any person on that greenlit enjoyed didn't quit i guess the only if someone hired you and you needed the money you worked on the show beside that what the fuck dude i don't know i'm uh, the animation is like that like early 2000 cartoon network animation of like i don't know gumball and uh, <laughs> what is it uh, adventure time type yeah it's the teen titans go thundercats roar oh yeah no. dude what did someone say on my instagram it was one of the funniest thing oh stupid tumblr art is bringing the downfall of western civilization <laughs> Stupid oh no i don't know exactly what that means but i kind of do it it does seem like something that's like like could pass as clip art like i would pay for that as like stock crap to put on like a promo for my podcast it, it is it's like crap animation dude um but so maybe that's what he means all i know is who is that show for because if it's supposed to be for kids why is it by the creator of James? You know, James Wan was involved in this. Isn't that Momoa's voice? No, I don't think so. No? no. Well, they made it sound like him. And if it's not, it might as well be because here's my this is the last thing we'll say about this travesty is that like they told us a year and a half ago. And, you know, I I'm an Aquaman fan. Right. And Throne of Atlantis and. Specifically, Throne of Atlantis is what got me into the character of Aquaman. So it's like, ooh, an animated Aquaman series coming up. And it's by James Wan. Like, awesome. And then it looks like that. I just, this is one of my newest gripes of DC animation. I have not disliked anything from DC animation this much since. And I haven't even watched the full 45-minute episode that's now on HBO Max. I don't even know why I'm promoting it, but it's like, it's one of three and they're doing this some weird limited series, three-part trilogy. Like, why did you put any? And if you're going to do some weird three-part trilogy, again, 18 m- months prior to this, or now it's two years almost, 
uh, just give us the thing we expected, uh, which is if you, you say James Wan and it seems like it's going to be in the Momoa verse and like all those cool designs that we got in the movies, but animated, I'll take that. This is just so I was saying like, I probably haven't disliked something this much since Killing Joke. I don't know <laughs> what's or maybe uh, Death in the Family, that interactive garbage. Oh, yeah. Uh, the voice actor for Aquaman is Cooper Andrews. He is the uh, the uh, if you watch The Walking Dead, he was uh, the heavyset guy who was. Uh, what's his name? King Ezekiel's uh, right hand man. He also played this, the foster father on Shazam part one. Okay. And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. him. He's playing. He's the voice actor for. I mean, uh, good for him. I'm glad he got a job. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I agree totally. I don't know why. And, and have you did you even notice he's got a green beard and green hair? Ah, yeah, I did kind of notice that in the initial promo <laughs> pictures that they put out like a month ago or two months ago uh, when I covered it. No, actually, they put out promo pics like four months ago at this point, oh, yeah. five months it's ago. Been it's been a while, yeah. Damn, dude. I here's I keep saying here's the last thing I'll say, but <laughs> it's like, but this is the last thing I'll say because I do want to move on. The work that has been done in the past four to five to six years of Aquaman becoming legitimized. One of my favorite things about throne of Atlantis while the movie has its faults, even toward Aquaman, maybe that you can make is that it's like, at least that movie, in my opinion, legitimized <laughs> my light just went out throne of Atlantis legitimized Aquaman for the first time to the general public. In my opinion, now it might've done that on a very small scale. Not everyone is the, you, you might try to say, oh, the general public is not, you know, people who watch DC animated movies. It's still a way bigger crowd than comics. We, you know, Jason Momoa's solo movie wouldn't come out for another three years, it came out in 2015. And then JL didn't come out for another two years. And that movie was hated. So what else was kind of promoting Aquaman beside? Yes, Jeff Johns was doing amazing things in the comics, but Throne of Atlantis is based directly on the work that Jeff Johns is doing in the comics. So Aquaman, you know, Justice League Throne of Atlantis is a big deal. And it's like that work. And then, of course, we then after that, you know, the history speaks for itself. That character doesn't need any more legitimization. He is as popular as the rest of the Justice League. Now it's like, what is this, six years ago when you think he's still a joke? Who do yep. you have to convince that Arthur Curry Aquaman's not a joke? And the whole mm. show is about how he's a joke. Yeah, this is supposedly the show takes place after he uh, gets the he becomes king. It's like the first day on the job type, you know. Great. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's clearly their first day on the job. Whoever is seems to be making it because it's a terrible show. Uh, clips from Young Justice Phantom. So we're going to be covering that on our above and Batman Beyond podcast we actually when young justice outsiders dropped we had the distinct pleasure of the return of the dynamic music partners who is christopher carter little leader at manis and michael mcquistian they composed 
a lot of Batman the Animated Series. They composed the music for Batman Beyond. Christopher Carter did the score for Return of the Joker. Name drop, name drop. But they did the music for Young Justice. Uh, we were promoting that with them back then. I can't believe that's already two years ago. Yeah, 2019 when that came out. So now we have Young yeah. Justice Phantom. So we're going to cover that on the above pod. I'm not going to get into details on that because number one, I haven't seen them. I want to keep that kind of fresh. I might do that kind of thing with YouTube slash the podcast. I'll figure that out. But that is coming within the next week. Um, how do you feel about wh- where are you with Young Justice? Do you, are you a Young Justice fan? Uh, yes, I'm up to date. I, you know, nice. like you, I'm I'm going to reserve any other kind of judgment until I see it. I believe it's already out uh, as of yesterday on HBO Max. So, oh, is it? Oh, cool. I, I didn't realize that. release was that close I, to fandom. I think they dropped it on yeah. as well as the uh, the throne of Atlanta. <laughs> the, king of atlantis the king of atlantis ah God. but uh yeah yeah I, I love the show i mean i love how it had the uh, mix of the younger sidekicks and the older sidekicks like the younger uh teen titans you know you had you had various robins mm-hmm. uh you know and then you get the old and then you get the newer incarnations like uh blue beetle in there you get you know yeah I'm right. yeah so no I, it's a pretty good show i love it that's a good point. Yeah, the show is shameless with its roster of DC. It's just all oh, yeah. of DC. Here it is. All of it. Yeah. That's cool. and then does it in like this really adult. When I when I was talking to um dynamic music partners, I was telling them because it was the way they dropped outsiders and this because it was still when DC Universe, it was a DC Universe original, and they split the season in half. So I had them on for the, I believe, the promo for the upcoming part two. And I told them that the show kind of makes me feel old like it because it's it feels like an adult show it's like an episode of like you know homeland but it's with dc characters like it's so serious and it's about all these um i guess this is the last thing was because i don't want to get too deep into it again i prefer early young justice and i'm hoping that phantoms is going to go a little more back to that feel where you know christopher carter said that made a good point and he's like it's a covert ops team so that's why the music ref- i'd love the music in it obviously because they're awesome um musical brilliant people so i was like how did how did the music reflect the you know this idea and he's like well they're a covert ops team so the music you know is kind of feels like spy stuff mixed with classic dc and i'm like wow that's so brilliant i love it and uh <laughs> I'm still hoping that they keep that covert angle that the team has always had from day one. There have always been this kind of young covert thing. Just, I don't know. It last season got very global, very, uh, and I like that they kind of were bold enough to go there. I just, I hope it goes a little more back to just covert DC young team. Um, I like right. that they've developed things. I like that season three outsiders has pushed them to where they've gotten to chronologically with phantoms but it's a little like i was telling you off mic my what i like about fear state so much in dc comics right now compared to future state which was what has led up to this which ironically (laughs) is the future which was you know the the storyline that has been in dc comics and now they're kind of going back to the present in what's called fear state so fear state leads the future state i like fear state better but I like that Future State has made that setup. So I'm, I'm glad that Outsiders has gotten us to where we are. 
I just think it's a style of TV that I personally like conspiracy stuff, government spy, like I guess spy stuff is cool, but I don't know the whole like Homeland thing. And uh, I don't know. So I, yeah, but I do love me some young justice and Bruce Greenwood is the bat. Yeah. He's, he's been bat several times, several animated movies so. all day or a day. Bruce Greenwood as the bat uh yeah i mean he this yeah under the red hood as you said several times he was under the red hood he's he's just so damn good right. uh batman caped crusader talk mm. about the above and batman beyond podcast we're definitely going to hit that for an entire episode um either with my co-host of this here show or uh above and batman we're going to figure it out but we've got to talk about that show on that show <laughs> talk about that show on that show but we got to talk uh what bruce tim himself called more batman the animated series than batman the animated series like hearing that from bruce tim and then he's so brilliant he's just like yeah i wanted to go back and do essentially what i wanted to do what i was limited by in terms of normal network standards of a kid show on fox whatever the network uh and it's now he can just do whatever he wants it's yeah, bruce he's... bruce tim unhinged and he goes i got the legitimate what i thought was brilliant though is that he made the move of going i got jj and matt reeves to make to legitimize it like how smart is that like to back me up so now i can really do whatever i want Ah, mm-hmm. oh, it's so good such a good move because he knew like you know jj obviously made that big move he got paid i think half a billion dollars to move bad robot his company over to to wb so he's like wb's guy now yeah and then matt reeves obviously is their guy and as we know is doing all this stuff across hbo max television and, and obviously the batman verse um man so what do you think about so there was what a 10 minute thing on cape crusader yes they didn't show any animation they did show clips of bruce tim's uh I believe it was like a 2014 short that he did. Yeah, for the 75th. I forget yeah. what it's called exactly. Yeah. But yeah, it's that black and white short. Black and white, yeah. I mean, it was very, like, they, they used the word noir, noirish, very, various times. Yeah, you know, describing. Yeah, everyone just kept saying that. It's like more noir, yeah. more noir. Yeah. And I mean, if we can get something like that, oh my God. I, although they said it wasn't going to be black and white. Yeah, I was just they, about they to said, say, good point. Yeah, James Tucker goes, uh so and he's one of the co-exec producers or whatever and he's like i want to prove to you guys it's not going to be black and white or guarantee it's not gonna be black and white but i will say if bruce lets me get away that we're at least going to do one episode all at least one episode yeah Yeah. no no i'm excited i mean uh, i i wouldn't say i grew up on the animated series but i was mm, 18 years old when it came out in 92 so uh and it, it just seeing something like that would bring me back, you know, to my my younger days. <laughs> uh, but that uh, mixed in with the uh, no holds barred of doing whatever you want on oh, HBO. <sighs> God, well, I mean, this is going to be made not so much for adults, but for, you know, uh, uh, an older crowd, you, you know. Maybe the crowd that grew up on Batman in '92, you know, now they have kids themselves. They're gonna, you right. know, I, no, it's a good point. It's gonna be great. 
I just wish they showed something, even some kind of sketch art or, you know, whatever. But we didn't get to see that. Yeah, it would have been nice to see some stuff. Uh, but the fact that they did make a whole thing on and to give it almost 10 minutes, it felt like maybe it was five to six. I don't know. It, it felt like a good amount of time that they were like, oh, it's coming. Right. And they got interviews directly about this with J.J. Abrams, Matt Reeves, Bruce Tim. Bruce Tim, yeah. Like they made a point to be like, oh, it's it's definitely coming. I love uh, Matt Reeves was saying this is Batman way before anything. It's Batman only. There's no Justice League. There's no Superman. Um, and also they were saying it's early Batman. Right. So and also early ish specifically. So it's not necessarily year one. It's very much what we're getting. Yes. With Pattinson. Uh, yeah. Before uh, Jim Gordon really trusted Batman or anything, you know, if he was an ally, this was before that. So uh, which is what year two, year three. And you also wonder, too, you know, the viciousness of this of Pattinson, what we saw in the trailer, which we're, of course, going to get to. I think that maybe some people are going to have some problems with how violent, even in my opinion, I think, I hope that movie gets only so violent. But then you also have to say, if it's an early Batman, maybe that's similar to the no kill rule. Maybe he starts to reel it in a little bit in terms yeah, of violence. Back. Yeah. And just, yeah. And stop being so damn angry about everything and, and truly hurting people. Yeah. Point is back to this. It's like, if we're getting a similar era of Batman, and it's going to be more adult, no holds bar. Is he just going to be cracking people's bones? Like, I think it's going to be a lot more violent. I yes. know it is. I know it is. Yeah. Oh, man. And you also wonder, too, if it's... Well, no. So it's not going to be anything from BTAC, Batman The Adventures Continue. Because no. if it's early Batman, it's way before the Bat family. No Robin. Um, Bat girl, no one nobody and you know if even any, stuff with like the batmobile they were talking about like it's going to be like early batmobile prototypes yeah. dude it's just going to be him and <gasps> alfred him and alfred it's him and alfred <laughs> yo i bet he's going to be getting laid a ton too because it's bruce tim it's just like who did you want to see him bang in cartoon form on that show yeah well he's going to do it yeah <laughs> Um, wow, man. Yeah, that is going to be so seriously good. I cannot wait. And they said it was this year, right? It's dropping this year. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. When was it? I no, not this year. Had to be. I don't recall. Year. Well, because yeah, it can't be this year because they would have at least shown us something. But, yeah, they would have shown us something. Uh, no, I don't recall what they said. I, I should have looked that up. It's all good. Uh, we got early behind the scenes look at my adventures with Superman. Now, I personally didn't look at these because this is something that I want to personally save uh, for one of my reaction type videos. So stay tuned for that. I haven't checked that out. You know, that is one of our upcoming series similar to to Cave Crusader. So I think that's enough to get a little. I, that's not enough for a whole podcast because we actually did already do a whole podcast when the um, press release came out and when we got that first image. So it's not enough to do another podcast, but it's at least enough for a, uh, a vid here in the channel. All right. So moving on to DC TV from the dome. And then after that, the Batman, it's a warning. Oh God. It's, it's not a warning. A... LT. <laughs> oh, 
Uh, I got to stop clapping when I'm recording because it's really loud. Um, and I learned that on set too. Like I should know this from working on sets. Don't clap in front of microphones. Uh, the Harley Quinn season three teaser, which I didn't watch. That's another thing that I kind of want to save for the channel. Did you check it out? Yes, it was nothing more but uh, than an announcement. And they just had some um, storyboard sketch art, you know, animated storyboard sketch art, uh, you know, nothing complete. It was just okay. her. Yeah, it was just her showing that uh, season three is coming, basically, you know, nothing solid besides the actual uh, interview. itself, or the intro itself was her and uh, King Shark. OK. And, uh, introducing the 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 show it's going to be released uh, on hbo max so all right which, yeah maybe i'll do like a quick five minute video on that we'll see yeah it nothing nothing to uh really report about it it's just like i said storyboard art nothing <laughs> finished like at all she even cracks a joke about it well this is not finished i need to give this now to the the kids and their crayons and uh, you know the animators and stuff to finish but <laughs> Um, also from TV, moving on to some live action stuff, we got the Doom Patrol. What did they do for Doom Patrol? Is there is another season coming? They have uh, gotten uh, okay to do season four. This was just a, merely a trailer for the mid-season finale coming up soon. Uh, it was hosted by uh, uh, Matt Bomer, who plays the uh, Negative Man. Oh, okay. Was it? Is it Negative Man? Negative Man, yes, Matt Bomer. Uh, it wasn't really anything much. Again, it was just a, a, a mid-season finale trailer. But yes, they have been uh, uh, given the go-ahead for season four again on HBO Max. So again, that was also a little short, uh, four or five-minute uh, segment. And you watched that show, right? Oh yeah, I'm. I'm not up to date. I haven't seen the last uh, two or three. But okay. It's it's so off. It's so, uh, you know, oddball. I mean, so uh, off the top funny. And, uh, you know, I'd say the F word, uh, the F bomb every other sentence. Oh, really? It's like that? Oh, my God. It is so. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, wow. my God. Interesting. OK, but didn't it's, it start uh, on DC? Universe? On oh, yeah. But DC, DC Universe did have adult content. I forgot about that. Yes, I mean that's how Titan started DC Universe. And oh like wow, that. yeah, fuck them too. Yeah. <laughs> it's all adult oriented, so yeah, know, it's, yeah, it's not for the kiddies. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I I'm not, yeah, yeah, Doom Patrol. Um, that's cool. Yeah, I. It seems like something I'd be interested in. I do like weird psychedelic stuff, and um, I do like DC. So, and I love what's her name from. She was uh, Jessica Cruz in Justice League versus oh, the Fatal Five. Yeah. And who played, in... uh, Crazy Jane. She plays Crazy Jane. I guess she... that's her name. In the show. She's crazy. I forgot her name. Okay. Uh, she's awesome. She came... Yeah, she, she was also in on... Orange is the New Black. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Uh, that's, she's actually my favorite character in, in Doom Patrol. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, we got a Peacemaker behind the scenes we got a peacemaker trailer <laughs> what do you think of the toilet seat character uh again i didn't know who he was when the movie came out i mean here nobody we, did 
we might be going into some backstory as the trailer does show uh, him going home to meet his dad, which is played by uh, Robert Patrick, the T2. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what do you call it? We see the two characters that uh, came out in the end credit scene in uh, just on Suicide Squad when uh, I guess I'm kind of uh, Amanda Wallace cronies. That yes. Geek yep. guy and that girl. Uh, we see another DC, uh, uh, I guess, superhero, Vigilante. We get to see him. We get He's going to come in. Although we've already had a live action him in uh, Arrow, I believe. Oh, that's right. His name is Vigilante. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's he's coming out in this show, too. I, I don't know, in some kind of sidekick uh, in a form, I guess. But, uh, I mean, it looks funny. It looks just as, as dumb as he was in the show. I mean, like, <laughs> and it's he also, a- I believe, he has a pet eagle, too. <laughs> yeah, so- pet bald eagle. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I'm again, I, I'm going to watch it only because uh, it's again, it's James Gunn. You know, he did. It's all this is James Gunn. So it's not like someone else doing it. Uh, what do you call it? That and uh, who knows when we will get others. DC, uh, DC, C list, good guys and bad guys, you know, in there. Uh, you know, maybe we'll see. uh some of the suicide quad in there sometime, you know, we don't know. Yeah. But no, it looks funny. It looks good. It does look funny. It definitely looks funny. It looks good for if they're doing the tone of funny, it, it's good. It looks good enough. I, I just, I don't know. There was more to that character in that movie. And um, it seems like they're leaning 110% into a comedy. And it's like, he wasn't, Deadpool funny. He wasn't that funny. And Suicide Squad wasn't that funny. And then it seems like this series is going, no, he was Deadpool funny. It's like, no, he wasn't. So I don't think it's not going to be funny. It's James Gunn. Like if he's writing it, he's and he wrote the whole thing. Like during uh COVID, in fact, that's the story of how the show got right. made. Is that during quarantine he was bored or needed stuff to do as we all did and just wrote his ass off and wrote eight episodes i believe it is so that's cool i just wish it wasn't you know we all know james gunn is good at comedy but it's also part of what he is good at so i wish he wouldn't this is a, a worry i have for a lot of television is that now we're able to just lean 110 percent into very specific things that like in a movie you got to balance some things but so for in this case it's like yes your ingredient was comedy just don't lean all the way into it. Well, what I got from or what I get from Peacemaker is that Peacemaker as a character is trying to be really serious. He's dead serious of what he says, but he doesn't realize he's a dumbass or, you know, or he's saying something wrong. Why right. it's it's all the people around him like like what? <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I guess that's what's gonna make it funny. I mean, I don't totally he's yeah, he's the straight be, man. Yeah. Yeah, he's not trying to be comedic. He's just the way he comes off. Everyone's like, that's, that's kind of dumb. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. I don't know. I, I just would have wanted a little more action. I, I expected a little more of the suicide squad type war stuff, but it, it seems more of like, it's the boys and they're hanging out in, you know, surveillance vans and cracking jokes. And I just, I'll watch it. It's fun. It's cool. Um, Pennyworth season three 
you are excited for this. I guess I need to give it a chance. So what do you think of Pennyworth season three? I am not up to date. I did not see season two. Season one, I was just like you. We, we talked about it off off uh, off mic. We were I, it, it, like, why would we watch a Pennyworth? Yeah, a young Pennyworth, young show, Alfred. But, yeah, a young anyway. Yeah, but it it was pretty damn good. I love season one. I mean, he well, true to the character was you know a. a uh, what is that? MI6? Uh, mm-hmm. Is it M- M6? MI6? M6? Whatever British. Oh, yeah, MI6. Yeah. Yeah. Secret and uh, and then the whole episode or the season was him undercover and you know and uh, we get to meet uh, Martha and Thomas at the end of season one and then after that again I don't I didn't see season two season three looks pretty damn good as far as it's following up I don't know how far. Or behind this is before they actually go and become <clears throat> Thomas, Martha, and uh, Alfred in the States mm. before Bruce. I don't know the, any timeline of that, but, you know, uh, I, I'm looking forward to it as soon as I see, you know, season two. Okay. Cool. But, yeah, I guess I got to check some of it out. But kind of like you, you were, I was surprised they even were that they even made a season three you know as far as oh I yeah knew, I, I am really surprised but i guess i wanted to see based season, on people liking it yeah i wanted to see season two but then after that i heard nothing about it. i was like oh well they canceled it oh well i'll catch mm-hmm. it sometime but now that season three is being pushed damn i gotta catch up so yeah. well the other problem was availability it was on stars or some bs um so now with hbo max you just centralize all this dc stuff but i'm interested to see what because now this is like the last phase, meaning like there's already now that there's a home base, whatever was left over from other networks, they're either going to die here or thrive here. Um, and so I'm interested to see what kind of last. I, I don't mean to bring that up because of Pennyworth. I just mean it insofar as we talked about even before Doom Patrol came from DC Universe Titans as well. Those are carryovers from there. Uh, Harley Quinn as well. So Harley. and then that actually brings us uh, before we get to that, let's take a quick break on. TV this is something I definitely want to check out the fandom Wonder Woman 80th because this year was Wonder Woman's 80th so I still got to watch this what was uh you said you checked this out it was just a retrospective between Patty Jenkins the director of Wonder Woman and uh Wonder Woman 84 and uh, original Wonder Woman Linda Carter a retrospective oh shit nice all back Linda Carter was there yeah about Wonder Woman about (laughs) her and the cartoons and the comics uh you know in the shows and the movies that she's always been you know that every girl would always want to play if they were playing with the boys I'm gonna be Wonder Woman you know that type of woman in her satin tights (laughs) fighting for her rights red white and blue so good <laughs> and then they had a they had a soundtrack just for what's her name uh wonder girl so good yeah so yeah it was it was pretty it was a little nice retrospective they're gonna do i want to say they're gonna do uh a whole series of comics for their 80th anniversary kind of like what they did with batman and superman you know uh do a a celebratory 80th anniversary issue with maybe 10 to 15 different covers. In fact, there uh, is a Bruce Tim cover coming out. Oh, there you yeah. Go. I saw in um, a recent, cause I've been 
I've been like a Wednesday warrior now. I just read comics. I guess now the day's Tuesday, but you know what I mean? I'm a Wednesday for, for my generation, Wednesday <laughs> warrior. Um, and yeah, so I've been seeing ads for, for the Wonder Woman 80. And I saw, when I saw the Bruce Tim one, I was just like immediately like that thing got pre-ordered before it existed. I called that dude to my comic shop. Uh, to pre-order that, even though I don't know a ton about Wonder Woman, but it, dude, it's her 80th. As I say, I, I'm wearing a Wonder Woman shirt, but it's like, yes. um, I don't want to be like a sellout about it just because it's Bruce Tim, but it's also like, I don't care. Whatever brings me in, I guess, is the point. And probably even if it wasn't Bruce Tim, I, I would probably get some Wonder Woman 80th comics and everyone should. Yeah, <laughs> it was a good little segment, a little segue to, uh, you know, what's coming up for her. And then Linda Carter looks, she's so beautiful. She's still so pretty. Yeah, Here's how is the, that possible? I, man, she's she's the original Amazonian princess. <laughs> she's oh, got them nuts. jeans. <laughs> got yeah, those no, jeans. Out, she's pretty. I love her. <laughs> LT's got a crush on Wonder Woman. <laughs> Who doesn't? Um, now let me ask you this, LT. They were talking about Wonder Woman's 80th. Benjamin just brought up the comics. Um, did they bring up the comics? uh not really they did talk about her through the comics as far as you know but they didn't talk about wonder woman comics uh all right this is where i'm gonna take my rant break strap in where the fuck were the comics now i didn't watch all of fandom again i've deliberately avoided things so i could keep it fresh to this moment i will admit i have my handicap there whatever i've missed you tell me, but you and I spent a large amount of time ahead of time preparing for this. Couldn't find anything that really highlighted comics except for, which was good, the Milestone highlight. 10 minutes about Milestone Universe. It's great. That's like the, you know, it's the company made for people of color back in the 90s uh, with the late, great Dwayne McDuffie and others. This was where Static Shock came from and all these other characters. Um, cool. You did 10 minutes on that, and I'm not saying it sarcastically. I'm glad you did that. In the same vein of let's represent the lesser-known corners, let's say, of the DC universe, Right. I would say that in 2021, comics are pretty lesser-known. DC fandom last year was like jam-packed with all this stuff that included comics at the ass. Uh, we did find you know, Jim Lee is drawing a huge puzzle. That's cool that the president of DC Comics is as hands-on or chief creative officer or whatever the hell he is, CCO, is still, and I'm, this is, again, not sarcastic, that this guy is still hands-on enough to be drawing stuff for DC Comics. Fantastic. Where is your gigantic... Like, there's so much going on in Fear State right now. I was saying about Fear State before. You could just, even if it's just that's all we got is 10 minutes on fear state yep. something I, I just do not understand and again i might be missing it anyone who's listening to this whenever you do maybe i haven't found it shout me out if i'm wrong but i yeah. i just this chime is, in uh, th this is a sin to dc comics it seems i i don't remember seeing anything else i mean i was watching for the most part everything oh yeah you watched everything yeah consecutively and you know, uh, but 
No, I'm sorry. Again, yeah, last year they had a lot more on comics, tangible in your hand comics, but <sighs> this year they didn't do. And I guess end of rant is here is that looking through HBO Max, I can prove it to you right now. Go to HBO Max, look at how many one minute segments there are of completely random stuff from character designs of animated stuff that we still haven't gotten, mini spotlights of shit. You couldn't have thrown in one minute. Here's one minute on Fear State. Here's one minute on Wonder Woman's 80th comics. Bruce Tim from the, you know, even tie in the TV stuff. What's going to, I admitted before, that's what got me in originally was TV with Bruce Tim drawing the cover of Wonder Woman's 80th. Whatever the hell you got to do, bring people to the comics. Cause they're also, and I'm not just saying this as like an old man sounding person. This is someone who doesn't <laughs> come from the world of comics. Okay. This is someone who doesn't insist on things i don't like if i don't like a thing i am opposite you know i try not to go crazy with things i don't like but um it's like dude i just bring it there's so much point is so much good stuff going on i'm very surprised uh there wasn't part of fandom all right rant over (laughs) (laughs) but i'm sure it'll be back yeah (laughs) I think it will. Um, I, I think, you know, it's, it is only their second dome. So, well, and again, last year was split into two. So are, are we going to see a part two sometime? I don't in... think so. I don't think we're getting a, I think fandom is a one shot deal this year. Hmm. Yeah. But, um, you know, again, it's only the second one. It's young. And I will say to give them credit, it's technologically, a even better than last year like and last year i was really impressed i was really impressed that this i don't know what website what planet the person is that they had to recruit to design a website that was able to withstand and like no one really had major i don't know anyone who was like oh man it didn't work or this and that and the whole thing is streaming video 24 hours a day it's the whole point of this one website uh, I don't understand how they withstand that. And then they were instantaneously just reposting to YouTube and the entire thing, whatever, you know, thus far had been up on YouTube was then live as one big ass video. It, I so impressed this year. Uh, they took, you know, if you were in Asia for, for example, last year, I was saying this on one of my reactions last year, you had to be up at like three in the morning if you wanted to catch anything live. Cause the whole <laughs> thing, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't even, PST, it was EST, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. uh, which for me, I was in Jersey. So I was like, yeah, bring it for people. But even there was weird stuff like the Batman trailer was at like 1030 at night EST. So if you had like work the next day, it's like, dude, I don't you know, it's 1030 at night. That's kind of late for your like biggest feature. They took everything, any lesson from that last year. But at least my defense of last year, yeah, you might have packed it all in and, and you still could have taken those lessons, packed it all the hell in and thrown in some comics. At least last year, they were just jamming this thing with everything that is DC. Uh, and it still honestly didn't feel that bloated. It didn't feel like that anxiety that I got from like Comic-Cons where they're just like, it's too much. Um, maybe because it's all just DC. So there's enough to digest. Well. Yeah, as well, last year they had an actual schedule of what 
where you can go. <laughs> There's that too. Yeah. You could, you know, they broke it down by, you know, what you, so you can go and see when you want it, but there was no schedule this time. It was just, man. Yeah. So let's next. talk about that. Let's talk. I'm glad you brought, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, let's talk about that for a minute because that is in direct relation to what we're talking about right now. I did just get into a whole thing about convenience and improvement and or not how do you feel i have mixed feelings about it how do you feel about there being no announced schedule well basically on last year based on uh i had other things to do that i wanted to do and based on i wanted to mainly see the batman uh i found it a little bit inconvenient Although I, it feels like they did it that way so you can watch the whole damn thing at once, you know. Which uh, is a gangster ass move. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's holding you to a computer for five hours at least on your yeah. phone. I mean, I was oh, watching whatever it is. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, granted, I could have skipped a couple of things like the animation parts and stuff. Uh, but had I skipped it, I whoa, wouldn't whoa, whoa. have known. You would skip King of Atlantis. <laughs> had i skipped king of atlantis uh i wouldn't have known what's next so then i would have had to like been you know i would have had to been real quick back to uh to the computer to see you know like um for the most part yes i would have loved a schedule i mean i understand why they did it and hey oh well um but here's what i have a blind spot with is that as you're saying this, I realize that the whole day I'm doing this from as a weird, the weirdo I am, instead of enjoying these events, I have to cover them like a maniac. Um, so like my next in-person con, I insist I'm cosplaying. I will go as a fan. If I do, I, I won't bring any equipment with me because I'm like a drug addict. If I'm anywhere near that stuff, I will just start covering things. Oh, tell me about this. And I, I just like turn into a member of press. So it's like, have fun, look like Mr. Freeze and try to enjoy this shit. And I'm going to try to do that maybe. But yeah, anyway, I'm listening to you talk about this. <laughs> I didn't make a difference to me because it's like the second for me, it was. It took me a little bit to decide how exactly I was going to cover it. But what I realized at a certain point was if there's no schedule for this thing, I just got to take what I can get when I can get it. But also apply a little bit of strategy to that so what i mean for example i have the decams the dc animated movie show it's like so it's like if something decams related hits please make it good but you gotta kind of get to work asap because if i try to sit around and watch this thing all day and so what does that mean i'm starting at six o'clock and i got at least three i had to write the copy for you know, basically produce, shoot all this stuff. Yeah, I'm going live, but it's like I had a lot to do yesterday. Um, and so for me, it made no difference. I was so busy that it's like I knew I was missing everything live at a certain point. I did. I got here just in time. It was 1, 1 p.m. EST. So happy. Three, two, one. You know, fucking Black Adam comes out and he's just like DC. And you're just like, yes. And then Superman, you now hot Tyler, Tyler Hawkland comes out. And Benjamin starts tearing up because I was just like, oh, it's back, bitch. And just, I don't know, shit's just so fucked up right now in the world. And then things like this come along. And you're like, oh, 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 
it's worth living. This is good. Uh, you know, no, not that I don't want to be doom and gloom, but you guys know what I mean. It's just like a good news event is what I'm saying. And um, so I was just very happy that the whole about the whole thing starting and but at a certain point, I had to kind of break away from the fan and be like, all right, you got to start covering DC League of Super Pets for me was perfect because it was a DC animated movie. It's also a theatrical release. So it was like, all right, this is kind of the biggest news for my niche right now that I could cover back to this. I could see as a fan, though, if you're waiting for a specific thing, if you're just trying to enjoy this thing, you know, I'm tied to my device for five hours. Yeah, that's that's a little annoying. Well, they did separate the three and you know, the five big DC movies, you know, one at the beginning, quarter, half, three quarter and then finale. We had King of it. Uh, I mean, it was a number was Black Adam. And then we saw... Yes, Black Adam was almost right up front, yeah. Yeah, and then we saw, uh, what do you call it, Aquaman 2, Flash, Shazam, and then Batman. Each separated for maybe between 45 minutes of content each, you know, something like that. Just I'm spitballing there, but, you know, they didn't put all the shows at once because I guess that would have, like, if you had done that all at once, everyone would have stopped right after Batman. <laughs> they stopped watching the other stuff. Yeah. I mean, not because they hate anything DC. They just because oh, I saw what I wanted. You know, I can see the, I can see the shows uh, later or whatever, but mm-hmm. yeah. Which is probably why they dropped. Now that I think about it, the Batman trailer last year at 10 o'clock at night, because they make you watch everything all day. Yeah. the finale. But, that too they had a schedule so eh, they at least had a schedule yeah Yeah. it it felt weird you know back to the point of view of someone covering it it also just felt weird covering stuff and i don't know what the hell when it's coming you know it's like oh okay so by a certain time i can cover the batman trailer that all just felt so weird like remember even i was dming with you and i was just all day i refused to be on instagram it's like i would post things and then like jet out of there so fast like a surgeon and then i get in there with uh i'd slip into dms with you be like i'm not ignoring you i just can't check (laughs) and there there was my dumb ass oh look aquaman oh shazam (laughs) no it was fine i didn't tell you ahead of time not to send me it i probably should have said that i guess but uh it was it was just a combination of like again it's like any convention a crazy experience is always a big time thing. There's always confusion. And I'm like, oh shit, if I don't know when any of this is coming, oh, uh, and then I'm seeing like, mm. you know, you see just glimpses of people's posts. And I, I see Keaton's bat ears uh, yeah. with a picture of the flash. And I'm like, no, I don't want to see this. So that stuff was annoying the fuck out of me, but I was really good, dude. I didn't check anything. I flew pretty much besides seeing the back of Keaton's head. I flew fucking blind until I didn't watch the Batman trailer. So when did Fandom end? Uh, four or five my time. I <laughs> and I'm a, I'm an hour behind you, right? I, I didn't watch the Batman trailer until midnight EST. What? <laughs> and I'm all sending you pictures of figures and stuff about the Batman. <laughs> yeah, well, that's also why I because I got like a slight glimpse of what looked like a Catwoman boot of an action figure, and I was like, no, 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 no stop it. 
Um, and that's probably what I said. I'm like, I'm not ignoring well, no, you. Yeah, you you text or you message me like at 156 in the morning. I'm like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably when I finished my yeah, Battinson reaction. That was funny. Because yeah. All said and done. No, it was probably after that. Because I think I went live at like 1230. I was probably done at 1.30 and then I messaged you after. So, well, the other thing too, what I was telling you off mic would drag me down a bit. And I was saying this a little before. And I, I recommend to anyone who covers fandom, if it's like this again, here's some advice. If you have a podcast and a YouTube channel, this applies to you. If you don't have both, this might not apply. But my point is get YouTube stuff done first. So if you're flying, especially if you're flying blind, if they do this shit again of not telling you when stuff is um, like DC League of Super Pets would have been so much faster if I had jumped in with just the YouTube live reaction. And then I still could have taken the audio from that later on. Yeah, you might have to record an intro. Um, that is kind of the tension always with a podcaster is like, yeah, but I'm getting that time out of the way now because I recorded the intro. That's done. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, but it all takes time. And the thing is, you have none at a convention. You don't have time. Right. <laughs> so don't act like you have fucking time. Uh, <laughs> and stop acting like this is a thing you have control over. You don't. So, and you see that at cons. People have breakdowns because they're used to controlling time in their life. And when things get canceled or when a line is too long, it's like you can just see it. They lose their shit. So I understand it. I try to do it to an extent. It doesn't work. So jump into YouTube. I should have just jumped on and been like, all right, here's my YouTube live reaction of DC League of Super Vets. Here's my live reaction of, you know, uh, the Flash. That could have gotten done a lot faster. My other thing too was that, and this killed me too as a podcaster, was that I tried recording my, and after this, we'll get into, um, we'll get into the live action stuff. And get to the batman trailer but dude like i recorded two reactions to the flash trailer 40 minutes of useless content what because it ended up sounding like mr freeze and doubling my voice again again dude and i uh. tested it this time i tested it right beforehand but i think i what i think that i did was that i tested it it worked so I was like, I'm good. And I think what I did by accident is I pulled the headphones out of the jack and that just changed some kind of setting. And that's the only thing I can theorize that fucking happened because I was so like testing a thing once to twice. And when you test something on YouTube, it's literally like, I got to go live on this one program on Streamlabs. Then you check the video on YouTube. You got to wait for it to process for a minute. Like it's a thing to test a live video to make sure your shit is working takes time but i'm like no Damn. it's fandom i'm testing everything i'm testing everything i'm testing everything and i lost my flash fucking reaction dude oh no 40 the first one was 10 minutes and i literally draw a tear when i see the batmobile okay and again we're gonna get to this stuff but this is just real quick on my venting uh lost that so I'm like, all right, if I just get right back in, I'm fast with this now. I can get right back on in five minutes. I was back on in five minutes, ran through the podcast again, lost it. 35 minutes of me sounding like I'm from Meltdown and Freeze Beyond. I was like, <laughs> ah! 
Um, so damn annoying. So, uh, in short, again, don't waste your time with longer podcast stuff and just jump right into reactions if you're covering a fandom. Um, I'm going to skip the CW shows in terms of commenting on them. What I will say is we'll just go through the list. Also, as part of fandom, CW live action Superman and Lois did a thing, The Flash, Batwoman, and then there was a Star Girl panel as well. Um, some other honorable mentions, once again, was the uh, Milestone Comics. They did the 10 minutes on that. Really cool. There was this Batman Unburied podcast, not to be confused with the uh, one that's currently on HBO Max. This is right. another one called Batman Unburied, and there were some stars that were promoting that on here. So that's pretty cool, you know, because we don't have time to talk about comics, but we have time to talk about one of two of our Batman podcasts here at DC Fandom. <laughs> Welcome to DC Fandom, where comics that built the dome don't exist. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. And then again, of course, we're going to talk, guys, about uh, Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad Killed the Justice League on our toys and game show here <laughs> no but our, that that'll be our part of our toy coverage of course on dc collect cast is talking about that so we have not forgotten about that yes we know those trailers were part of this um but now we move on <gasps> to the big dick items here lt are you ready <laughs> all right so as we promised we're going to save the big name for live action talk for last aquaman shazam and black adam so let's start with black adam that's actually i believe one of the first things that dropped during one. fandom, yes. right? It was the first. <laughs> Talk about Black Adam. How'd you like it? Um, the we did only see a clip. We didn't see a teaser or a trailer of any kind. We did finally see Black Adam in some form. Most of it was uh, behind the scenes. I mean, it was awesome to see. Uh, you know, uh, Pierce Bronson, Doctor Fate, talk about his character. You know. That was awesome, dude. <laughs> he was so like, he was I, like, "Go ahead, sorry." Yeah, I was. Uh, he was all like, you know, I've been in James Bond and several action movies, but he's never been something this massive. And I was like, "That's right." <laughs> uh, we got to see uh, Aldris Hodge, right? That's Hawkman. Uh, we didn't see him in costume. We just I think that's his name. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No costume. We did see in terms of costume. We did at least see the hawk emblem. Yes. <laughs> So um, I don't recall the the dad's name playing Adam Smasher or the other character Cyclone. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, essentially uh, it's but, JSA. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I mean, from the the little clip we saw, you know, you got to see how just pissed off he is. You know, we don't know what key frame or what mindset he's in in that clip, but he's obviously resurrected in that clip and. He's yeah, pissed. so it seems like she said Shazam brings him out oh, of what people are saying is like a imprisonment. Like he's been in prison in that place for that long or whatever. So now he right. is fucking pissed. pissed. Yeah. Yes, sir. I mean, we didn't get to see his Vulcan ears or anything. We didn't get to see his, you know, anything. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was hooded. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Excuse me. We did see... Um, you know, before someone had uh, sneaked some pictures of his uh, suit, uh, you know, but we did see what we did see was just awesome. He was, you know, absorbing these bullets. He caught a bullet and he levitated and he just fried this one guy who <laughs> just held him by the neck and fried him with electricity until ash. So, yeah, 
I mean, him, I mean, the rock himself, Dwayne Johnson said before that the, the hierarchy of, uh, you know, DC is going to change with this one. Like, I think he's assuming like black Adam's going to be the bad guy to, you know, this way forward, you know? Yeah. And it makes sense. I mean, if he's Shazam level, he's, you know, up there with Superman in terms of level. So that, that would be one hell of a big baddie. Um, yeah, man, I was saying to you, no, go ahead. No, I would just love to see him fight Henry Cavill, Superman. Mm. But I mean, all of that is up in the air. We don't know shit about Superman or any, any Henry Cavill or any of that DC universe they were going towards the Snyderverse. So you don't know mm. anything going on. So uh, anyway, that was, that's either here or there. But uh, no, it's a good point because why? Especially that's worth bringing up is we, <laughs> the Rocks talked about this for over a decade. Oh yeah. And he was saying, even in this fandom thing, he's like, this has been a passion project of mine for years and blah, blah, blah. And to finally make it come alive and all this stuff. And that's true. It's been forever. We're finally getting a Black Adam movie with The Rock. So all that's cool. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Now, do you do you think we're going to see any kind of... Oh, sorry. So we, what I was trying to say is that with... uh, henry cavill we all expected to see those two fight yeah oh yeah yeah i mean that animated uh one with superman uh, shazam versus black adam yeah that was an awesome cartoon that was really good really made really well made to see the power of them two versus black adam hey yeah yeah, um, yeah. now I, i'm looking forward to this this movie and i hope I hope somewhere down the road we do see him fight Shazam. I mean, the tone already shows you how different it is from Shazam as far as, you know, it's this ain't going to be family oriented. No. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? This guy, yeah. That, that's what I'm looking forward. Yeah. Yeah, but this no, guy they, melted somebody's skin and, and yeah, vaporized yeah. him and super violent. Yeah, so... <laughs> that's coming out when this end of 22 or 23 i don't know i don't know i think but, uh, he said they had finished uh pre-production and they're already moving into post so okay it could be uh it could they be didn't have a lot to be. show us it was just that teaser and then there was all, all that behind the scenes stuff which was cool but that they, they are definitely not uh they're definitely not done in post that's for sure oh yeah no, that's <laughs> No, but yeah, it was that would a, make sense that they just finished shooting, yeah. Yeah, because they did mention this last year on Fandom <laughs> 2020, but they didn't have any, of course, they didn't have any footage. It was just The Rock saying he's starting finally. Well, they did have you know? art. They did have art that I, I think was concept art. Yeah. And they like moved through that. And it was almost like a, uh, what do they call it? Motion comic as the rock was talking kind of in the voice of black Adam. So they did have something, but it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. It was very little, but I thought that was a cool way to promote something. Though. It's like, Oh, that's smart. Like they didn't even have to have him shoot anything. Like they didn't even need footage of the rock. Um, you just needed his voice and they just animated that little thing. So that was cool. Yeah. Well, that's going to be a good one to look forward to is because, Especially when they uh, 
I mean, we don't know what they're going to tie it into. <laughs> Eventually, we'll see him with Shazam. You know, there was some kind of rumor back in the day that Shazam 3 was going to be with Black Adam. So mm. hopefully we'll see somehow it tied to each other in the end of either Shazam 2 or Black Adam 1. We don't know. It'd be cool to tie those in already. So speaking of Shazam, let's hit that. What was uh, What was on there for Shazam? Again, it was uh, behind the scenes. There was no actual teaser or clip or anything. Um, <laughs> or Shazam Fury of the Gods. Yes, they did go over the Shazam family. The, uh, the Shazam. Baddie, the Shazam, yes. The batteries are going to be, I don't know the actual character names, but it's Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu. It's oh, be two female that's right. Characters. And I was like, what was the last thing I saw Lucy Liu in? <laughs> yeah, Kill Bill. I don't know. Right? So him, uh, uh, those two are going to be the female baddies or the head baddies. Yeah. What have you. Uh, they didn't show again. They didn't show clips. Uh, God, the little kid's name, Asher. I don't remember. He's already getting bigger, mm. you know, from Billy Batson from part one. He's already Billy tall. Batson. He's like, yeah, he's already getting as tall as Shazam. <laughs> So they need to pump these out pretty quickly or, or they're going to have to get another Billy or something because pretty soon, you know, Billy's going to be the same, you know, size. <laughs> He's going to be bigger than the rock soon, yeah. Right. <laughs> but uh, that's another one. It's it's going to be uh, what they showed again is like part one, family oriented. and uh, Okay. Yeah, I didn't watch know. that. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Again, it wasn't a trailer. It was just all behind the scenes. So. All behind the scenes. Yeah. Um. Speaking of all behind the scenes, Aquaman. What is this uh, sequel called? I should have written it down. Uh, crap. <laughs> wow, we suck. Uh, <laughs> well, we're oh, so the like, lost, the lost kingdom, lost kingdom. Jesus, Something why like do we that. suck so bad? So, I've got so much of that damn cartoon in my head. It's, yeah, it's, it's fucking lost real. kingdom. What is wrong with us? <laughs> all right, so Corner three, two, one. All right, so uh, speaking of behind the scenes only, we have Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, the yes. sequel to the uh, 2018 Aquaman movie. What do you think? What did you think of the BTS on that? Uh, behind the scenes was pretty good. I mean, they showed all the returning characters: Mira, uh, Ocean Master. We got uh, well, Black very, Man. Well, that's very little of Mira. Let's be yeah. fair. <laughs> <laughs> they so deliberately were like. So here, just give her a little bit, but she's yeah. not here. Uh, but anyway, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, returning baddie, Black Manta. You know, yeah. um, they had they had uh, they showed Aquaman in his alternate suit, his deep, uh, I think it's deep water suit, blue or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have two it's words for that suit, and it's womp womp. <laughs> womp womp. Well, I mean, I don't, what I don't know they if they doing? were trying to make it like uh, Aquaman's blue and light blue suit from the comics back, you know, I forgot what it was called. But he uh, just got the orange male at the end of the last one. Just let him have it for at least a movie. And... Well, I'm sure this will probably just be a mission type deal. I don't think it's going to be uh... just like a stealth thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I really don't care. I, 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 I'm. They're probably gonna make an action figure out of it. So yay, yay variant. Yeah. <laughs> but 
but uh again they didn't show the show much that's how it feels to me it feels like i don't know but it's also just not that interesting of a suit yeah i mean i don't know do you what's what's what is striking about like what the whole thing about that character is that he's a god of essentially another world albeit earth so it's like that orange male shit is not something you are gonna see on land that suit that he's wearing now looks like something that anybody could kind of put on. I don't know. It doesn't look like an Aquaman suit. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really see the point. So it also kind Maybe. of defeats the purpose of Momoa. Like his whole style is supposed to be like shirtless, up, shirtless bro Aquaman. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. None Maybe of it, none of it works it in, for me. In some kind of context, that would have been better. But I mean, yeah. But again, it's but probably again, it could I just mean, be like one scene. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. It can be like, hey, do I look good in this? No. And then next thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I I, I kind of thought they were going to show uh, a little bit more than just behind the scenes. I mean, mm-hmm. that was the same thing as uh, with Shazam. I thought it was going to be more, but we got what we got. You know? And when we're is Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom swimming into theaters? <laughs> uh, when are I we getting sh- in? I don't know. See, I... I didn't follow any of that except for the Batman in March. Every, I mean, it's probably because was... we were so distracted with the King of Atlantis stuff in the beginning of DC fandom. What? He has a green beard? <laughs> it's out already? I really think that Talk to Fish song was what... <laughs> I mean, that made the Batman trailer look like the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Ah. Yeah. <sighs> So, uh, yeah, anything else on Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom? I, I guess I haven't said anything about Manta yet. So it looks like we're getting the... Did we get the silver helmet in last movie? Or is that new to this nope. movie? No. Yeah, it's that new. It seems well, new to this movie. Silver. It was black. Yeah, now it's... He's got, like, the full-on silver helmet from, uh, like, the New 52 run, which is Throne of Atlantis. Um... Although there was already a bit of that in Aquaman 1, which was every Aquaman movie ever, as many of us know, and that's okay. Uh, I'm glad that movie exists. I just think that it could have been less than three stories or four stories, I think is really what it was. Um, I want more Manta, is my point. I love Yaya. I love Yaya as that. If Again, that movie was like four movies. If you had just taken the Manta arc, so good expand that give us more of that i'm really hoping that is the focus it seems someone was looking uh i I saw somebody kind of doing like a breakdown of the behind the scenes (laughs) they were saying that uh looks like orm is teaming up with arthur in this arthur yeah so it's kind of like a buddy cop brother cop (laughs) aqua bro cop hey and uh I'm just hoping it's Aqua Bro Cop v fucking Silver Headed Manta, son. All day, every day, simplify it. Just cut back on the 20 movies that you feel like making for whatever reason. Cut it down, make a tight story. Black Mana is so compelling. What they did with them, again, so compelling. Everything was compelling about it. It wasn't just, oh, I love Manta, which I already do, obviously. But and then the shamelessness. What I love as part of this uh, Wanverse of of Aqua movies is like it's shameless. 
It's whatever yeah. you're getting from the comics. It's, you know, fantasy all the way. And that includes even what's fascinating to me about mana is that he's one of the big bads and he's completely human against a underwater God. Like there's few things more threatening than like a mile of ocean above your head. If you're a human being and this mm. guy is choosing to go into the depths and, you know, do whatever he does and fight Aquaman. So, but man is a fucking badass, and <laughs> I want to see more of that. I would love to see a McFarlane Manta figure here soon. That would be awesome. Removable helmet and all. We might as well Not end the podcast right now because you just made me want to poop myself. <laughs> uh, we haven't. Got- I'm sure it's going to happen. You're right. We haven't gotten one yet. No, no, we've never had. The only Aquaman we have is the Zack Snyder Aquaman from McFarland. It's like of all the figures we've gotten so far that we have lamented about repaints, reheads, head swaps, and and you know gold Bearing, stickers, everything. slaps in the face. Yes, sir. We only got one Aquaman, <laughs> and no one in the Aquaman universe as well. There's no one. And what a great figure that is. The Zach's, the, the ZSJL Aquaman still sits in package. Shout out. Uh, and a boy. Uh, what is it? The uh, Trident suspended in plastic animation looks great next to him on my desk. Still to this day, since we recorded this, you know, months ago. Um, nice. It's a great figure. I mean, he would McFarlane would crush a Manta figure. All the pipes and everything. I think with this movie, we're gonna get it. We have to because it, it. I don't know. I say this, but and we'll wrap with this on on Aquaman and next, ladies and gentlemen, the Flash. But um, with Aquaman, again, this is a character I really love. I think with Manta, we got a lot of, oh, this will be a Manta movie, Manta movie. And then we saw 2018, it was like, Manta's in it. And the parts with Manta, once again, I just need a super cut of that movie. And just 20 minutes of Manta, when he is chasing them in that Sicilian seaside town. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. And fucking lasering after the two of them. Entire monuments are just being cut like butter you know and then mira does that sick ass thing with the wine and liquefy dude what all of that shit is so dope um give yeah. us well i mean of that in this yeah well i mean king orm was uh, ocean master was the was the main baddie of course so now that he's out of the way and now is you know second tier character now in this movie and we've seen some behind the scenes already of him. Uh, looks like he's desert- on a deserted island with all scruffy beard and everything, all uh, Tom Hanks looking. From yeah, he's like all scrawny. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. So uh, it looks like he went, you know, and to an island of shame or whatever. So. Yeah, they've banished him, and he's like, you know, gotta make up for it now, compensate. Yeah. So you know, now that we have that out of the way, we're gonna have manta as you know the driving force of badassery through the whole movie you know so and i really hope at the end of this 
he turns on Arthur again and teams up with Manta again. And then I hope in the beginning of the next movie, Manta just cuts his throat. And that's the end of him. That was really mean. But I just, I would just really like some like weird twisty stuff. If they're going to give us this much back and forth with Manta and Orm, especially because James Wan, I think he is this, has this horror background and he's clearly shameless. And I think he, he might be in terms of stakes and, yeah, they can't make these forever. They're probably going to make what, maybe four of them with the same cast, five tops. Um, yeah, it might be just a trilogy. It might just be a trilogy tops. So you know, it's like I mean, especially because they're putting out the movie every what two, three years. Yeah, and those you guys know. are getting, especially Patrick Wilson's not getting any younger. So yeah, there's only so much makeup you can put on. <laughs> How sick would that be? Just the beginning of the beginning of the third movie is like, you know. Ocean Master and Mana teamed up at the very beginning, and then Mana just like, huh. <laughs> like begin, you know, trilogy begins, <laughs> and then Arthur is now striking out against Manta this time to avenge right. his brother. Perfect, it writes itself. Lt, let's do that exactly. Yeah. Um. All right. Anything else on Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, my friend? No. Looking forward. It's another DC. I'm looking forward to. Yeah, dude. It just I never thought I'd see and the amount of money that last movie made too. They banked. They banked. Like he didn't just make this gigantic weird movie. He made it and it made tons of money. That one along with the first Wonder Woman really <laughs> turned the tide. I mean, after hey. the left <laughs> uh you know, after uh, Justice League bombed, the first one, you know, yeah, well, the first one, but the uh, Justice League, the Justice League, I correct. You know, <laughs> that kind of turned the again the tide. They turned it around. You know, made it more like, ain't you know? I'm looking forward to these movies. So yeah. Now, hopefully, they'll. Well, I don't know. They don't need to tie Aquaman two into any past movies like the Zack Snyder verse, you know, because they're already pretty much their own. So, but I mean, I don't know. Who knows? Uh, just That's a good question. Like that. Yeah. I mean, would uh, these necessarily have to tie in? It doesn't seem, it really seemed like the last one was just like, I'm my own Aqua man, right? There was no outside DCEU, was there? They did mention it, uh, how well, they, they got uh you know i guess they stopped or he helped protect with the you know get the box back or fix you know whatever it was just a slight mention but no they didn't reference anything else anyone else so i mean that could all well in you know be uh uh defined and told in this next movie we're about to talk about you know it's a perfect segue as the universe might change with this new movie that we're yeah so let's do it all the right flash. yeah so the flash and then the batman
everybody, this is Todd McFarlane here. I got the DC Multiverse and you're listening to DC Collector Cast. 